Hello, and welcome to Dynamicon, <laughs> where we design and test Dungeons and Dragons for Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your co-host, James. <laughs> I'm Sid. <laughs> and today, uh, we're talking about the show. Uh, as Dungeon Masters, we have all these ideas that the players never get to see, that we can't talk about. So this podcast is a perfect place for that. Today we have the Dungeonsaurus, a walking dinosaur creature made out of blocks of dungeon. This immense colossus, I guess, is inspired a bit by, uh, you know, Breath of the Wild, Shadow of the Colossus. Yep. Uh, I had these toys when I was a kid, Mighty Max. Did you ever have them? I knew of them. Yeah, they're like <laughs> Polly Pocket for boys yeah, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, it's so exactly they have whole they dungeons in little animals and your yeah. little traps and everything in them. Oh, they were exactly Polly Pockets for boys. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> that was literally what they designed them for. Yeah. So was... do you want to talk about some of the stuff you've been working on for this? Yeah. So I basically what I made is the monsters themselves. Now, the Dungeonosaurus itself is technically a defeatable monster, although the likelihood of you're going to be able to do it, basically no. Um, <clears throat> to that end, I gave it a mere 2,178 hit points uh, with a damage threshold of 20. So you get to deal 20 to deal 1. Yep. Um, How does that stack up to something like the Tarrasque? Do you know? It's only about three Tarrasques. Cool, tough. cool, good, good. This is the scale we want to work with. Right. I think right out the gate, something big and bold like the dinosaur, Dungeonsaurus, yeah. I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so the idea is to have something that is technically defeatable on its own. You could have your players, you know, bink, 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 bink at it. Uh, to that end, I also gave it damage resistance to fire, cold, lightning, and radiant. Um and damage immunities to poison and necrotic. Cool. It's an undead construct. I've given it neutral evil as an alignment. So if you use that, language is not applicable. Mm -hmm. And its uh, CR is actually special just because it's really not supposed to be you know, countered that way. I would just state just add the entirety of everything that's in it combined and just give that much XP. Yeah. Or absolutely. consider it, yeah. you know. You know or give them two levels because they fucking did something absolutely yeah. epically idiotic. What epic? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're level 20, you need to take this on. You have to throw a couple of wishes at it or something. Oh, like oh almost certainly. I also gave but it... But we uh, are doing this uh, CR8, right? Right, yeah. right, right. Our current game is CR8. The monsters in this dungeon will be CR8. Right. So their bosses are equivalent. So there's three bosses to take on. They're only CR9s, but the idea would be that you'd have little to no time to back it up. And the main reason would be one of the traits in its best attack, local extinction. <laughs> Once per week, the Dungeon of Source can cast a long ritual spell that takes 10 minutes, 100 rounds, during which time the Dungeon of Source itself can take no action other than casting local extinction, summoning a large meteor, destroying everything in a 10-mile, 16-kilometer radius centered on the Dungeon of Source. At the moment, just prior to impact, the Dungeon of Source and everything and every creature in, within it are teleported into a pocket dimension for one uh, for one minute prior to returning to the nearest safe space it occupied prior to being teleported. So basically, it just bounces out. Yeah, okay. bounces out. Yep. It doesn't take the damage. Um, everything else must make a DC 16 saving throw or take 5,050 <laughs> fire damage, 5,050 force damage, and 5,050 radiant damage on a failed save, or half on a successful saving throw. Yes. So it's, uh, each of those is 100 D100. So that's just the average. Uh, I did put in uh, a little joke. Creatures that a duck under a blanket, desk, table, or similar household object 
and make their saving throw are reduced to one hit point and are frightened and stunned for up to one minute instead. Yes. All right. Yeah, I had envisioned this as originally some sort of uh, religious uh, safe house, essentially a moving protector for the village. Yeah. Uh, The idea, I think, here is that it's been corrupted by a lich, a Walt Disney-themed lich, uh, (laughs) that is using it like an animatronic. The hook here is, of course, why you wouldn't just sit there and plink it to death. Uh, The hook for this is that it is heading towards your town. Yeah, uh, it, you have maybe eight hours before it gets yeah. there, and bulldozes everything. Right, and then you you've got if it gets up to your wall, you have a very short period of time, essentially, to run it or deal with it all. Yeah. So of course, I also um, I gave it a trait called Lifebound, which just makes it so that if you take down the three bosses that are co- the components of it, it dies. Basically, all it does, each one causes it to lose a third of its health, uh, 726 points of damage. Sure. Um, I get the Siege Monster uh, capacity just because, why not? <laughs> um, it also does have uh, multi-attack. It can make up to two attacks per round, one with its tail and one with either uh, oh, with either its Thunder Ray or uh, De-Evolution Ray. De-Evolution Ray. Yeah. Speak on that. <laughs> Uh, range spell attack uh, within 100, 300 feet, one target if uh, the target is hit. Must make a DC 16 or be turned into a sh- uh, save. Be constitution. Sa- uh, constitution. Yep. Or be turned into a shoe-like primitive uh, mammal. Use rat uh, from Monster Manual, page 335. Not monkey? I was, no, I, uh, I was going all the way back to dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. So that have been, you know. It just reminds me of the Mario Bros. movie where he has the de-evolution ray and turns them into Goombas, I guess. Yeah. Monkeys. Yeah. Uh, for one minute as affected by a polymorph spell. The Thunder Ray deals thunder damage. Um, pretty pretty simplistic. Uh, lightning and thunder damage. Uh, also has legendary actions, um, which it'll lose some access with its uh, lifebound when each boss it'll lose some some usage uh but three legendary actions move detect and earth shaker which costs two for all creatures outside of the dungeon have to make uh within 100 feet radius have to make a dc 17 save or be not prone sounds good so, yeah it's it should be difficult but it should actually be approachable yeah now you prepared some characters to run this? Correct? I did. Yeah. yeah. You want to fish those out? I think we'll talk about each monster as we come to it. Yeah. That sounds like a plan. Uh, I mainly uh, went for kind of the theme of a relatively unexperienced D&D group. Sure. So the idea being if, if these characters can even come close to doing it, it's probably not unapproachable. All right. Uh, so I created a sorcerer. Um, which is a little too heavy on just being a damage uh, damage mill. Captain Doctor, which is based on being a superhero. Um, I went with a cir- druid of the circle of the moon, lizard folk, which nice. shouldn't be too bad. Your favorite. I've played two of them now. <laughs> Funkelt certainly is. <laughs> uh, we've also got... Oh, Lester. Be hosting your favorite character. Great. <laughs> my my constant uh, prolonged joke that all my dwarven characters only have the same name, Eberk. Eberk, fair enough. Just a standard champion fighter. Nothing more basic. 
perfect character for yep. uh, somebody learning to play D and D. Not particularly inspiring, but I, no, that, but that's that, what I we think, need right now. Right, but I think it is one of those things. It is one of the most basic level characters, and I made one that is absolutely something I think everybody's at least had somebody run once. An edgelord character. Yes, right. I did a uh, arcane trickster edgelord. Uh, uh, what is it? Fallen Asimar. Oh, uh, so <laughs> I, I I went full edge lord. I, I I just tried to nail it. I'll tell you what, you Asimar might meet some of its relatives in this dungeon because I've got some interesting sort of traps Ooh. prepared. Now we won't go over everything uh, in this dungeon because there will be monsters that we don't need to describe that we haven't made specifically for this that we probably won't fight for very long or very hard unless they're interesting. Yeah, I've stopped this place. Uh, this this dungeon source looks like a, a brontosaurus. Uh, it's got a forest growing on its back, there, and it houses some uh, terror folk, uh, which uh, appear in the Tomb of Annihilation book, as well as uh, several Yanti, because why not? Uh, it has a, a living monstrous heart and a living monstrous brain. They are the main bosses we will be focusing on. All right. The call went out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Dungeonsaurus walking towards the small walled city of Petrichor. <laughs> uh, and you ride on horseback to beat it there, be, give yourself at least eight hours of, of fighting to try yeah. and take this thing down. Uh, doesn't matter the prize. The prize is that you don't die, <laughs> obviously. You see this thing massive conducting electricity on its head, uh, uh, running down uh, crystalline ribs that poke out of dungeon walls, uh, generating a flow, this flow of power that keeps it walking inexorably to your city. Uh, yeah, how do you want to try and attempt this thing? You see these huge legs, kaboom, kaboom, each one uh, uh, a castle turret looking thing in itself. You see windows mounting them, you see vines up them, you see uh, what could be doors and doors and various rooms and chambers okay um we'll get closest one and then see if we can't either go through a door or uh go th in through a window mm. try to get in as quickly as possible because while certain characters are quite strong um i mean i i hope that one day these characters will be lifelong friends and loved <laughs> and perhaps we'll develop a story throughout this i, I hope yeah uh, but we'll see uh make a next turn jack Whoever's running up first, I guess. Eberk. Eberk, yes. <laughs> Eberk is crushed by an immense leg. Kaboom! <laughs> Stepped into the sand, never to be seen again. <laughs> no, we'll make uh, <laughs> allowances to get into the dungeon. Uh, although I do like that image. Uh, spend a death save. Let's do that. You've got lives. Fair enough. Uh, Fair so enough. that's the, the front right leg uh, on the approach. Ebo leaps majestically and is crushed into <laughs> dust. You can also see uh, as this thing begins to pass you, uh, you can see its uh, back two legs uh, as well as its tail are also targets, uh, tail dragging along in the sand behind it. What do you do? Who's up next? All right. We'll, we'll try to get in uh, after one stomps. We'll try to yeah, cut yeah. it off at the past. Run in. Excellent. I'm picturing this thing, uh, I don't know, like 500 feet at least. I think a, a Brachiosaurus is 100 foot long by itself. Right, right. I was, <laughs> I, I was anticipating this basically being uh, bigger than any, yeah, essentially bigger than anything in the actual monster manual. I think I wrote it down as colossal, which is a size. I don't think that... Yeah, this thing looks like a castle. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's have, a walking dungeon. It is. <laughs> That's literally it. 
Uh, yeah, you make it up. Uh, 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 make another dexterity check. Uh, lower this time because I've set the time. Hey, nat 20. Uh, that is enough to hoist everyone up as the uh, huge toes drop between you. See uh, what looks like uh, a window quite uh, easily accessible. You climb up some rickety old bricks and stucco and, and maybe not stucco, but you know, facade. <laughs> Uh, easy enough, then hoist yourself up into the window. Hooray! <laughs> All right. Should you make the climbing check? Oh, yeah. You <laughs> enter what looks like a wizard's tower. Uh, you, there's a spiral staircase that runs all the way up, uh, pivoting in the middle, uh, sickeningly as you watch. Uh, you feel the stomach drop out of you as this leg lifts up and drops down again uh, with regularity every minute or so. It's going to make it a difficult climb. This is where you could also put monsters. Yeah. To interfere. I'm picturing something flying but small, some imps, perhaps. Ooh, I always love imps. Yeah. <laughs> imps and uh, ghouls are my two favorite monsters. <laughs> and I consider imps to be a type, not just imps. <laughs> methods are a type of imp in my in, sure. from yeah, my yeah. opinion. I was also picturing methods. Uh, yeah. Perhaps a poison swampy method. Even some grung in here would be nice actually. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Grung, bullywogs, I could see you uh see this type of dungeon being uh good with Lizard uh, staff by lizard Absolutely. folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just give them a little more of a dinosaurian uh, saurian appearance. Yep. yep. And you should be good. Uh, all right. We found a new home, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's an option, too. You know, they always talk about high-level adventurers owning a key. <laughs> so we'll head on up. Yep, yep, uh, easily enough done. You see the crystalline structures sort of flashing, uh, strobing electricity at regular intervals, uh, uh, essentially being the bones of this thing. You wind your way up these uh, uh, stairs, some are full and some are missing, but you scramble up easy enough. Uh, at the top, uh, you there is another window and a crenellated uh, defensible uh, top of the leg. Uh, basically, you emerge up into the open air again. You can see now you're near the back of this creature uh, vines and and whatnot hanging down overgrowing this area looks like it's going to be a rough climb to get up higher okay this is where i would also harry you with terror folk the entire climb which i think would be great their main attack strategy is to grapple and fly a hundred feet in the air and drop you <laughs> do do with advantage because it's the whole party at once okay I'm streamline a lot of this well i think if you throw in Eberk being the the man at the front, then that's uh, 19? 19, very nice. Uh, so, yeah, Eberk let you down a bit with that 8. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, with a 19, uh, very strong, uh, capable climbing up the vines. So I, I've, draw, I've drawn this uh, up um, for the people at home, watching at home, I guess. Uh, I've drawn this vaguely symmetrical uh, to easy, more easy to describe it. But from the top down, this whole dungeon looks like a castle keep. Uh, four pillars, central, square, uh, and then a neck and a tail. So it's easy enough to imagine. As you come up onto this forested portion, however, uh, it's more windy, more haphazard, because it is just sort of overgrown. It looks like it may have once been uh, almost city streets. Uh, you see several sort of overgrown Angkor Wat-like structures, temples. You wind through these because I don't have monsters or traps set up here. Uh, I would have killer plants. You battle your way through those before finally finding yourself at the center of this, uh, which has a well okay. the beasts insides. Descend. <laughs> All right. Getting some rope or dropping down? I'll get the rope. Fair enough. Yep. Tie it off. Yep. I'll do all that fun jazz. 
So I guess they're like, just don't f up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just don't fuck up, bro. Hey, Nat 20. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Drop down into the darker interior of this thing. You can see, like, being inside a whale, just this immense uh, crystalline ribcage over the top of this huge chain. Pathways splitting off uh, north, south, east, west. Probably should head north. Yeah, head that way, maybe favoring west. Exact anatomical <laughs> heart position. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, you can hear the boom, 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 the immense heart. Uh, it is blocked by what looks like an electric field. Okay. Hmm. Right. The door itself is very Geiger-esque, but east and west seem to connect to two other chambers. Okay. Uh, let me go explore. Let's go for the east. Yeah, yeah. This room is some sort of um, early mechanical, I guess, uh, uh, battery force field generator. Uh, that they would be the fossilized angel skeleton from The Ooh. Simpsons. Instead of fossilized dinosaurs in this dungeon, there are fossilized people and Ooh. fossilized angels. I like it. I do like that. I like the, the aesthetics. Yeah, they seem to be uh, powering this force field, uh, bringing up electricity from further down in the dungeon from a place you cannot access yet. All right. Um, you quick check to the west reveals the same. There are two of these structures. Okay. So let me uh, investigate. The arcane trickster is semi-decent. Do investigation. Uh, it's a 10. This is where I uh, had intended to have golems waiting. The force will generate themselves at the golems. Yeah. They're just constantly I, I, healed until you can shut off the electric source. A few rounds of battle, and you find <laughs> it's, it's useless. They keep regenerating. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll just go back to the south and see if there's something there where yeah. we could turn them off. Yeah. Or even, even if it was only temporary. The real uh, uh, pathway is clearly to the straight south. Uh, where whirling fan blades uh, block what looks like another well to drop down even further into the dungeon. This is the uh, the coolant and and uh, breathing system of the creature. Okay. Can we try to break the fan blade? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I'm going to just have primarily. Let's go with the mages uh, using. Uh, the Arcane Trickster and uh, the Sorcerer will cast uh, Firebolt. Actually, they'll alternate between Firebolt and Ray of Frost. Mm. I guess uh, the Druid will just consistently spam uh, Thorn Whip on it. See? You find your low-level cantrips, unfortunately, have no effect on these strong blades. Go big or go home. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, I kind of know what I'm up against, even though I shouldn't too metagame too much. I'm going to try overloading it. The Whirling Blades don't get enough love in <laughs> Don't see them often. I'm going to try to overwhelm it with a lightning bolt. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> the huge crackling bolt uh, slows down the fan. Uh, you seem to have uh, disassociated the electronics for long enough that you can easily slip through. Excellent. Does it look like it's going to be down permanent, semi-permanently? No. Okay. Um, this is a living dungeon, and you yeah. can feel it attempting to restart. Okay. I'm going to have Ebert bang, see if he can bash on it with his greatsword and break it further. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Knock it off. Yeah, roll with advantage, because they are not moving. Oof. <laughs> nope. <laughs> 
Not so much. A brief hacking before. <laughs> Come on, Eva. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Bonk, bonk. Give me two of them so I can do voices. Yeah. I want the angel guy. Oh, oh do you want that? Uh, yes. You can be Eva. <laughs> you can be Ebert and Captain Doctor. <laughs> you can have. Uh, good luck with the, the lizard. <laughs> Nightshade, master of the cliffs of the doomed. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave that druid down. I don't need him. <laughs> the band is incapacitated. Uh, you press on through further to the south again, away from the hut. However, uh, there is now a, uh, a slime-encrusted hole, a pit further into the bowels of this creature. Let's see that dropping in. All right. Uh, Nightshade says, I'll take this one. Drops down, activating his fallen ASMR skeletal wings, which I know are mainly for cosmetic and fear purposes. I'm going to use them to glide down. <laughs> Uh, now you're really in a uh, um, real Lord Jabu Jabu mess. It is much more slimy and organic down here. Uh, you have to steady yourself so you don't fall out the exhaust shaft of this thing. Uh, but pressing on to the north after several uh, hallways and potentially Yanti encounters, you find the gastrolith swamp. Or in the heart, in the stomach of every every saurian dinosaur. Thought they ate gastroliths to help grind their food. Uh, in this case, the gastroliths are acting as a, 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 the metal in an acidic battery, uh, storing the lightning that it channels through its head uh, in this acidic swamp. Do you want to go into a fight? Because we have not yet. Yeah, me as well. Now, I, I, you are doing the monsters. Ah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm doing the dungeons. All right. Yeah. 17. Uh, 14. All right. So we're first. What do we see here? Sid, All right. over the acidic swamp with various floating gastrolith platforms to maneuver around. A vaguely, uh, a vaguely saurian, uh, ghostly entity compiled entirely out of electricity. <gasps> Sparking blue and uh, yellow sparks. Hell yeah. Very metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, floating above the, the acidic waters. Let's go. Um, All right, when- we're up first. Yep. Uh, Nightshade will take the lead, of course. <laughs> uh, and he's going to try and attack with uh, sneak attack. Although I don't think that will. Jesus. Actually, he's going to cast invisibility on him. Yes. He's <laughs> gone. Uh, meanwhile, Ebert runs up. Take this. That's only going to be a 17 to hit. That will hit. Excellent. Now, uh, how far above the ground is this? Levitating spirit. I'm figuring it's going to be within. I'm going to consider the Gathlicks, uh the swamp, to not be a particularly high area. No. So I'm going to think five. That I, I think it'd be floating five feet, so you'd be able to reach it with a okay. standard weapon attack. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, great sword. Ten damage, please. Captain Doctor, gonna go all out. Hell yeah, uh, blight. Take that. Now, this is, says it's an arcane power ranger. <laughs> yes. Blight, 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 blight. All right. Oh, I think it's... Take 13 damage. <laughs> okay. Damn. My spell zone is effective. <laughs> it appears to be resistant to that. Oh, God. Uh, okay. Uh, Father Padre, Dameron Alberton. Uh, <laughs> lizard man. It's going to cast Ice Storm. Deck save, please. I think that is going to be a failure. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, an 11 is probably not a success. <laughs> it is not. Take 40 damage, please. 40? 
All right. Does not seem as effective as you would expect. Oh, God damn. Okay. Bring it on. <laughs> Your turn. All right. <laughs> okay. Try his stunning grasp on, I'm guessing, Eberk. Uh, 20 should probably hit. Yep. All right. That is my armor. Future reference. 48 eight, uh, damage, lightning damage. Uh, make a con save. That one. Paralyzed. <laughs> oh, I guess we have layer action now. I'm just going to have him magnetize the floor, so oh. it's going to become difficult terrain. For, for metal, presumably. Or just everything. Everything. Right. Everything's going to be pulled down. <laughs> that makes sense. That's awesome. Yes. So, uh, but we're back to the top. And How does stun work? I do it at the end of my turn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just roll to see if you succeed. And I don't. End it. I am. Uh, Eberk is, is still stunned. paralyzed. Uh, okay, Nightshade is going to do sneak attack from his his invisible spot. Yep. Uh, so, Nat twenty. Nat twenty. Yep. That definitely hits. <laughs> uh, Thirty-two damage. Yowch. That's more like it. Does he resist? No. It's a magical rapier. No. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Father Padre is going to come up seeing, oh, this has gone pretty terribly. Uh, Moonbeam. Make okay. a deck save. That's a seven. I, I assume that it's better than a seven. Say <laughs> ten damage. Ten, or ra radiant? Oh. I think it's... Seems hyper effective. <laughs> well, first thing I'll do is make sure that he... Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Recharged. <laughs> um, oh, no. Yeah, I think it might have him uh, try to stunning grasp uh, the... Well, the biggest threat was definitely the rogue. So, And the rogue is right there now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Should have bonus action ran away. Oh, God. Oh, that's a miss. Yes! Okay. Uh, Eberk uh, is going to uh, try and... Get out of it. Imagine the uh, floor is acid, by the way. So, like, you know, around these rotating stones, you don't want to fall in. Not 20 on Eberk. He's back in the game. Nightshade is going to uh, misty step away uh, onto a gastrolith. And he's going to... He does not have a, a ranged weapon, apparently. Oh, I may have spaced on that. Uh, just healing hands on um, Eberk. Heal him up a bit. Fair enough. Uh, Damarung Album, or Captain Doctor, <laughs> uh, is going to use from his Staff of the Woodlands Wall of Thorns and completely surround uh, Lack okay. of Lich. Yeah. So that is uh, deck save when the wall appears. Okay. Uh, I have a feeling it's a failure. And that is 7d8 piercing damage. Jesus. Yowch. For a total of 20. 20. What type of damage? Piercing. Magical. Ah, piercing, but it's magical. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I will have it move through, but it has incorporeal movement, so I would imagine. Yeah, that'll be fine. Uh, I imagine that it can just move through. We'll just do We'll do the damage once. It's a creature, so I'm not sure yeah. how that tracks to incorporeal movement. Ooh. Just says any creature? Yeah. Up. Ah. Then no, he'll he'll have to make the save and, and an attempt. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have him try to come back into 
so what do I need to that's uh, he will fail his save really yeah okay uh, I five uh, he's got a plus five to Dax but I don't think it's a DC 10 that's another seven d8 I believe. <laughs> 25 damage okay youch when he finally gets through <laughs> he looks significantly less sparkly excellent um all right he also does not get his shocking uh grasp attack back i am gonna have him cast confusion on uh ebert and the and captain doctor the druid uh ebert and nightshade are oh they're they're adjacent yeah so So i'll do those two yeah Yeah. uh one and a three you're killing me okay you will be confused yep Got to roll um, that D10 at the start of each turn. Yep. Uh, and that will be that'll be it for the, my lightning lich. Uh, a nine and a one. Nine and a one. I, the nine, I believe, you go Three normally. Right. Yeah, but one. I is think one is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. We'll just go with that. Thank God, everybody. Everyone in our group. team uses it liberally. <laughs> Jump down. Use grasping vines and pull him back into the wall. Okay. I don't know if that's legal, but that's what uh, I want to do. Deck save? Yep. It's a failure! Yes! <laughs> Seven! Right back into the center of the wall, please, for another 34 damage. Um, what, you get a save? <laughs> Never mind, 34 damage it is. It's fucking fine. Onto you. So, I'm going to have him just pull out. What, what's the DC on that wall? 16. 16. I missed it by like two. <laughs> Another 17 damage. It's awesome. <laughs> and as he comes out of the wall, uh, Eberg is... Be warned, foul beast. If uh, it were me... my action, <laughs> I would be dead. Uh, I will uh, attack Eberg and that... Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> With the standard electrify... Oh, let me... I didn't... Oh no, he can use the stunning one. Um, stunning grasp is objectively better, so he'll use stunning grasp. So uh, he'll hit. That's plus eight, so that's twenty-three. Damn. Um, and forty-eight, and make a dex, uh, con save. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm dead anyway. Oh, okay. KO'd. Yep. Yep. All right. KO'd and paralyzed. <laughs> uh, I think this monster is definitely at least a CR9. Yeah. Uh, I think it's actually maybe a CR10. Oh, no, it's supposed to be a CR10. This is actually supposed to be the strongest. Uh, so I think it is right about level. Fantastic. I have yeah. played it a little bit lighter. I forgot one of its abilities where it has aura damage. Yep. Um, but I, I think, have. Like, this is the best place to have this encounter as well. Yeah. This battlefield rocks. Yeah, I, I like this. I like the idea. I kind of was having trouble figuring out how to do this battle because originally the idea was be this would be the last one. Yes, but you know, I can see that this being you don't really have to do them in a particular order. No, no, no. Um, I guess we should finish him off, but I think he's going down. Yeah, uh, probably this round. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, we messed it up last round. Uh, Nightshade should have all movement, uh, random direction. <laughs> That's a uh, one. He jumps into the acid and takes some damage. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Moonbeam comes down. Roll dexterity. 
Oh, saving throw made. Nat 20. <laughs> uh, still half for five damage. Five? Okay. All right. He is not dead, but he is very badly injured because, again, Moonbeam seems very effective. Yay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have him use Misty Step to get up to the Druid. Let me see if I can get my... Does not recharge, but he is going to make a standard attack. The electrifying touch is a plus eight to hit. Ah, that will hit for 23. And I'm going to use the standard damage, which is 42. Okay, he's dead. <laughs> uh, no, he's not. He's at five. <laughs> this is the elect- This is his uh, lighter version. Okay. Electric. Uh, Moonbeam again. Deck save. All right. Success again. <laughs> 19. Uh, or, or I assume that a 26 yes, doesn't. Yes, correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, or uh, 7. Shit. Uh-huh. That's exactly two left. <laughs> Normally I wouldn't tell people that. He looks very badly <laughs> He's sparkling out and he's fading in and out. Uh, okay, so uh, Nightshade. Going to try and shake that confusion. You should make a, uh, a concentration check real quick. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Failed. Yes! <laughs> All right, Nightshade. Uh, is he distracted? Can I sneak attack? I don't think you can. No, no I don't no. think so either. All right. Miss. Uh, okay. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, I don't think. <laughs> He's got a pretty good uh, <laughs> attack, but not that good. What was a three? Yep. All right. Okay. Just go after Nightshade, because Nightshade has been consistently the biggest thorn in his ass. Oh, that would be a recharge. Okay. Let's see. I think that will actually be a miss. 17? Hits. Hits? That's okay. It. <laughs> That's a 40-fucking hater. How about I just mark off some death saves on these guys <laughs> as lives? Fair and enough. go on to the next bit of it. <laughs> so, pretty tough, I would say, that guy. Uh, I think he is uh, a bit... I think for this type of... Also, no way I would survive that if I'd bought two other things first. Oh, no, 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 no. Needs a significant reduction in, in CR, I think. Uh, I think he, he is he's definitely a bit... Also, I definitely messed up with that concentration wall of thorns and grasping vine thing going on. If I had played him a little bit harder, because uh, I could have done uh, Counterspell, mm. um, I did have Misty Step, uh, I did have Dispel Magic... Um, you know, he had a hell of a lot of uh, options. Uh, I also didn't have him use his incorporeal movement. I already mentioned I mixed his aura damage. His attack, his damage per round is is too high. Hmm. Um, I, I think that might be a mild cons- constant though. But that's okay. This is why we do this show. Well, no, no, yeah. yeah. The part of it is about trying to R and D. Yeah. Well, I think if I essentially the uh, cut it in half almost. Yeah. That would be fine. Yeah. And still, like, absolutely like, threatening and cool, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do like the idea of having... A man whose bones are lightning is awesome. Yes. And I also do think that, you know, the idea of having him be able to have a uh, paralytic touch mm. 
Yeah. Especially with electricity, it, it's just thematic. Yes. And it makes sense. Uh, a thunder wave as well would be cool because you could blast people off into the swamp. Mm. That's true. That's so true. acid damage as well. I gave a misty step three times, which I think is just a good... Yep. Good, you know, especially for something that's supposed to be kind of lich-esque. Yeah, yeah. No, the ability sure, to yeah. move freely. Every and, boss, yeah. like, it should be yeah. a standard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I also gave him uh, three times, uh, you know, counterspell three times. Mm-hmm. I didn't use that. Um, but, and then once per day, he has confusion, dispel magic, haste, and slow. Cool. So, a lot of options. I don't yep. think that's necessarily the problem. It's the damage output. It's literally... If, just having the damage of his electrifying touch and but his I, that touch. was my favorite spell like yeah both of his touch attacks i think were the best part oh yeah, yeah like uh, the most characteristic yeah yeah oh no absolutely you can give anything any spell oh but, oh absolutely like, mostly they're not going to use them right they're going to use their best attack as much as possible right yeah yeah and i did a roll a re-roll his charge yeah three out of yeah five rounds yeah it was crazy but which is uh, statistically above uh, above where I should have, but you know, hey, whatever, it happens. So, but no, I think that that that's not bad. Um, I do like his layer actions. Again, magnetization just makes uh, turns the area everywhere into difficult terrain around that. him. Yep. For our, uh, around. Yep. Uh, some inspectors they stay around, but most of these are just until the next layer action. Uh, polarization uh, just gives everybody a disadvantage on any saving throw. Alright, there we are. Now we're back. Yay! Okay. <laughs> and with that, the swamp is now no longer under the control of the creature. What does that do to the dungeon as a whole when that monster is killed? Well, the... if I had killed it. <laughs> Uh, the dungeon itself would take 726 <laughs> points of force damage. My poor dungeon. <laughs> um, it would also, each time it takes is destroyed, One of it loses one action, a legendary action. Um, if there are only three uh, speed, if one of three is destroyed, its speed is halved and it loses its multi-attack. So like, if you were to actually then try to take it out, not only would it have significantly lower hp you'd lose its multi-attack its speed would be reduced by half again the idea is each time they take out one of these i wanted them to feel like it was definitively weaker Mm. and it would also give them more time to do things (laughs) so uh if two are destroyed uh the dungeon say may take only either an attack or a move action on its turn. Sure. So um, the idea is, again, I just wanted to make sure it felt like there was a significant improvement. And obviously, when it, you beat all three, it died. Yeah. <laughs> well, next one. All right. Uh, now the uh, battery is no longer controlled. Uh, the electrical barrier to the heart opens up. Okay. That was my idea. All right. Uh, really running this dungeon, like we don't need to go back through it again. Uh, uh, you find an elevator, get back up to the central room, and be able to go through that. I'd put more um, more roleplay for one thing, more more social encounters. I would yeah. put in this so far. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. As well as more items, places to heal, stuff like that. Yeah. I think a shrine as a place to heal, given proper reverence to this creature and and whatever religion yeah. spawned it, could absolutely 
take place of a, a short rest. Yeah. 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 Cool. Describe right. this next yeah. room. All right. Well, me, you're this the one. Next monster. I mean, it's monster? going to take up a lot of this room. <laughs> yeah. A massive, pulsating horror of flesh and night and metal nightmare sits on a large diocese. Dozens of fleshy tentacles grow out of the biomechanical nightmare. Suddenly, the clicking of gears sound as the twisted abomination begins to rotate to reveal two huge reptilian heads with filled with dagger-like teeth jutting out of the misshapen horror. And with uh, with it comes the terrifying terrifying realization that. Two ancient creatures have been merged with metal to make this metal make this atrocity against nature that serves as the heart of this dungeon of primordial horrors. Yeah, I still hate it. <laughs> Roll initiative. Fair enough. <laughs> I like that. I think it's very thematic. Two. <laughs> All right, Eva, kill it. Ah! <laughs> Uh, it's going to be only 16 to hit. This dwarf isn't very good. Uh, that will hit, though. 2d6. 10 plus 5, 15 damage for the first attack. Ouch. Uh, well over 20 to hit for the second. And 10 damage. And then he's going to action surge and do it again. Uh, well over 20 again for uh, just... 11 damage, and one more time, Oops, 15 damage again. Jesus Christmas. <laughs> cool. Next up, Nightshade. That seemed like it dealt a fair amount of damage. It seemed to take all of it in, in, in kind and in full. Excellent. Now, uh, Sneak Attack, because Eberk is there, do I have advantage? Is that how they work? Are we doing flanking? I would be willing to do flanking, so yes. All right. Thank you. Uh, over, yeah, advantage on a new roll. Again, that's over 20 to hit. So, okay. Rapier plus 4d6. Six. 25 sneak damage. Easy. And finally, Druid, Circle of the Moon. Okay. Dameron Albatram. <laughs> uh, it's going to do Blight. All right. Deck save, please. <laughs> Giant heart. Ah, uh, because negative three did X. All right. Do do I pass with a uh, four? No. <laughs> uh, it might be a con save, but I think you still fail. A 12 is still not going to make it. 25 damage. Oh, that seems very effective. Hey! So, actually, it won't take 50. Jesus. It yes. seems already bloodied. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that, especially after that. <laughs> Jeez. Reflects my hatred of it. <laughs> All right. What's it got? Uh, Nightshade and Ebert are right up against it. All right. Let me see. Okay. They're they're actually going to each take five points of damage. Hmm. Just being in, the, in its presence pulsates with so much energy. Yeah, absolutely. So. All right. Uh, and then it's got a uh, bunch of attacks per round. Uh, two bites and... Two tentacles. So I'm going to have it first do the tentacles. I'm going to have one each. We've got a 17 and a hit. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, they will both hit that. Okay. Uh, they are both grapple. 
Ah, oh, that's it. And then that will give them advantage on their bites. Okay. So. All right. That will be one hit with uh, on the uh, on Eberk. Yep. And oh, yeah, that definitely, definitely. Yep. Um, so they'll each take thirty-one damage from the bite. Youch. Put them neatly both on thirty-six damage. I believe I have advantage on him as well, being grappled. Eberk. Yeah. He, he, yeah, because I'm not restrained. Uh let's see. Uh, until grapple ends, the target is restrained. Okay, never mind that. Mm. But you can break through uh, with an escape of 17. Excellent. Uh, Nightshade is going to try to use his necrotic shroud, uh, sending out his dark angel energy to attempt to frighten this thing. And since it can't move away, the thought is that we'll let them go yep. instead. Yep. I think that that is... Doesn't that also deal um, necrotic damage as well? Yes. All right. I uh, when I attack it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it gives you... Uh, when you... Okay. So, all right. Um, what's the DC save? There is... 11. Hey. <laughs> a charisma save, though. Okay. Okay. It's a fit. Yes. <laughs> I got a 7 plus 1, so that is uh, an 8. <laughs> so, uh, point of order, like, it's not going to release us, if it will release us, until its turn. Yeah. So... Uh, I guess I'm still going to try to wriggle free, uh, yep. although that was my action, so I can't. So Eberk is going to, though. Uh, with the nat one, probably not. Uh, <laughs> now I'm going to try and blight around these two. Can I, or are they right up in it? I imagine they. I points. imagine. I imagine you could get it. It's large enough. It is a huge monstrosity, so I imagine you could hit just the uh, the monster. <laughs> Great. In that case, I will blight it again. All right. I've been rolling really well. <laughs> and you don't need to worry about that uh, unless it is um, under a 14. 14 does not. No. 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 Excellent. In that case, it's going to. I'm going to double this for you. 62 necrotic damage. Pow! It begins oozing blood everywhere. It... All right, that's the end of my go. Uh, is it also terrified and lets me go? Yes. 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 Uh, it is unable to move away from you. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it will deal five points of damage to both of them. Yep. It doesn't have to release Eberk either. Um, oh, yeah. It would just yeah. be afraid of Nightshade. Yeah. So, uh, I guess it will probably... Um, it can use its reel to move him straight forward, so it's just going to yep. wham him. Um, uh, he'll get hit by at least one. Ugh, my former master saved my life during the Great Fear <laughs> War. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, That's what it uh, says on his bonds. Yes. Do I die? Uh, you'd be knocked unconscious. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think. Well, I mean, wait. No, you might not. Uh, if you only hit once, oh, it's 31. Okay, I'm not. I'm, I'm, you're you're yeah. 10, I think. Yes. That would... I guess I'll have him make, try to make a temp, uh, tentacle attack against the druid. What's the range? On the... Uh, the tentacle is... 60 feet. Yeah, easy. easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he will probably get hit. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a, that's a 26. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he'll be restrained, but Nightshade is free... 
Cool. And uh, I have a feeling that this would be the Not end of it. Yeah. Do sneak attack. Uh, yes, over 20 to hit. I, I can tell you right now, it, it, it's done. <laughs> he has eight. <laughs> Correct. Okay, well, yes. Uh, <laughs> over 15 damage, yeah. Next. Plunge my rapier into it, yeah. blood spurts out, <laughs> both T-Rex heads roar. Yes. As the yeah. tentacles you know, <laughs> loosely flip and spasm, uh, releasing Eberk <laughs> through it. Yeah. Uh, Do we feel the entire room pitch forward as pitch. the monster slows oh. down? Oh, oh, yeah. You feel you feel the, the whole building just shakes. Yeah. Rocks and dust, you know, small rocks and dust fall from the ceiling as if the whole thing's actual integrity has mm. been severely compromised now. Yeah. Some of the, you know, some of the larger pieces of rock and rubble crush the, the already dead yes. monstrosity. Ebook says, I'm haunted by memories of the Great Beer War. Mushroom folk massacred my clan. <laughs> I'm sorry. All four of them. I had a wonderful fucking night. <laughs> wonderful night. <laughs> oh, uh, and Dameron says, "Is just it's all as I thought. My my isolation gave me insight <laughs> into the great evil that only I can destroy, the Dungeon Taurus." <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I was envisioning, you know, you could either do his neck as a series of small one room places, yeah, or just an elevator. You might have to find a hatch, jump back outside. Right. Do a climb. All oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Tyrannocardius Rex seemed to be right on the mark for CR9. Yep. Um, so we make it up the neck of this beast through the enormous open uh, holes that serve as this thing's eyes. Uh, it has a crenellated uh, castle turret head that gives it a look of Bart Simpson. Uh, and we make it inside. What do we see, finally? I'm just going to go with it, the easy answer. It's Robbie the Robot. <laughs> Um, so it'd be, you'd describe it as a, uh, barrel-shaped humanoid mm-hmm. with stubby little, you know, rounded arm, bald arms yeah. that end in a little pincer claws. And then at the top, there is a big dome with a big block of ice with a saurian's head frozen in the middle of it. <laughs> Staring there, empty and eyes open, yeah. eternally... <laughs> Out the void. What are you doing here? And the little line bops up and down, sort of like the the stereograph on uh, audio recording as it speaks in an electronic voice. What are you? I am Uncle Vault. (laughs) I am the brain of the Dungeonosaurus. I am the creator of this magnificent piece of wonder. I am here to bring a new future to the world. Potentially Uncle Vault could be a non-combat encounter where you could essentially talk him out of it. Again, the idea of uh, Uncle Vault was, in fact, to base him off Walt Disney. Yes. Who's ultimately wasn't all a really an evil guy. Um, you can hate some of his practices. You can hate what the Walt Disney Company has become. I you know, think that's fine. But by the same token, he was ultimately a futurist. Yes. So... I was thinking that this could be an interesting non-combat encounter if you want to run it that way. Essentially, if you could talk him in, talk him down hmm. and essentially either self-destruct or destroy uh, his portion of the Dungeonosaurus's life. 
Yeah, now is the thought that him in his original Saurian form assisted in the construction of this temple yeah. has now come to reclaim it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's absolutely supposed to be, it's Walt Disney. <laughs> um, so, but for, we want to run the combat encounter, so let's run Uncle Volt. <laughs> sure. All right, Uncle Volt goes this. Well, first thing I'm going to have him do is I'm going to have him change his... Uh, uh, take his bonus action and change his hands. Um, so I gave him several different uh, attacks. Um, so I'm going to have him change to his phasers. Sure. <laughs> the little tiny <laughs> laser guns emerge from the end of his hands. And he's going to take a shot at Eberk and uh, <laughs> Nightshade. No, not Nightshade. I'm so beautiful. See, uh, my flippy hair in the breeze. I think he's actually going to hit Nightshade, no. but he's going to miss Ebert horribly. <laughs> I mean, it is it is plus six, but uh, plus uh, an 11 isn't, <laughs> isn't sufficient. Uh, Nightshade will take 29 Radiant. Oh. Oh, dreadfully boring. As red light just flashes out of this thing. Uh, and that, I think, is currently it. Right. Now, he is probably not a humanoid, right? No, he is not. No. He okay. is a, an undead construct, specifically. Yes. No. You cannot target him. He's humanoid no. targeting him. In that case, uh, I am going to misty step behind him and activate my necrotic shroud once more. Okay. To attempt to frighten him to move to the edge of the room and I can push him out the window. <laughs> uh, yeah, DC uh, 11. It's not much. It's uh, a wisdom? Charisma. Sorry. Charisma? Yes! Oh, yes! <laughs> oh, you will, put, you, you will push him out. Uh, or you well, will push will, him to the back of the room. Yeah, he will move on his... Yeah, yeah. Away yeah. from me. And I yeah. will doggedly follow him so he has to continue to move away from me. Um, obviously, he's not moving now, but... Yeah. Uh, Eberk is going to attack. Well, yeah. Uh, but I will have... I will have him accuse you, uh, Nightmare, of being a communist. <laughs> Did not lie. Make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Four. Oh, fail. I guess I'm a communist. <laughs> You're a communist. Take seven psychic damage as you begin to glow a... A red light. All other creatures have advantage on attack rolls made until, uh, against you until the next turn. You're a communist. I would love to see that in a Bioshock sort of game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I had, I had way too much fun designing this. <laughs> I, I, I guess I am. No. I don't, you don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay, Eberk. Cool. Uh, yeah, Eberk, as I say, is going to... Uh, great sword, uh, miss action surge. Great sword again, uh, twenty. Twenty will hit for <laughs> uh, twelve damage. Twelve. All right. Oh, he hits twice. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eighteen. Uh, okay. For the next one. Yep. Uh, for another ten damage. Okay. So. And one more. Twenty-five so far. Yes. One more attack. Uh, 18 again uh, for uh, 11 damage. Okay. Ah, six. I Jesus. hit you with my uh, 
great sword that probably served in the mushroom war. Probably yes. still has some <laughs> some saffron juice stained yeah. into the yeah. <laughs> yep. And finally, uh, so I'm going to just take a stab at blight again. Uh, this is assuming a long rest for all of these guys, which is absolutely not going to be the case. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. That is a con save. Yep. I don't I think that passes. Oh, it does pass? Does not pass. Uh, 15. I, I think it should be 16. Uh, yeah, does not. Does not beat me. <laughs> 25 damage. Necrotic. All right. Seems to take less than that. Damn. Doesn't seem to work fully. Okay, uh, now, his turn. Does he have to move as far away as possible from Nightshade up to his speed? Right? Yeah. He has the frightening condition until the end of Nightshade's next turn. <clears throat> yeah, so he'll move as far away from Nightshade as possible. Mm -hmm. How big um, is this room? I was thinking it would probably be like 60, 80 feet. Oh, I'm going to actually, before we get to back to the top, I'm going to have the player action go. Yes. All right. We're going with funny animals. <laughs> Illusions of strange anthropomorphic, uh, anthropomorphic animals dance around amusingly. All creatures other than Uncle Vault and Constructs must make a DC 11 wisdom saving throw. They will succeed. Okay. Oh, wait. Evo fails. He has, uh, he's under the effect of Tasha's hideous laughter. He's <laughs> laughing his ass off. <laughs> as, these car as these cartoon dinosaurs. Like Mickey Stegosaurus, yeah, 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 yeah. rubber hose. Animation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, so he will move, <clears throat> switch his tools to his arc welders, and make two attacks against Eberk with the arc welder. Um, so he'll take thirty-four points of damage and twenty-six radiant. Eberk's gonna fight back with a, a double miss. <laughs> Who uh, knows? <laughs> however, he is in position to give uh, Nightshade advantage. Uh, won't need it. 19. That hit a little hit. Uh, for a good, good total of... Oh, Ebert was... Yeah, Ebert was laughing his ass off. Oh, yeah, anyway. he was anyway. Yeah, that's Thir but, narrative consistent. Yeah. Uh, so 20 total. Whew. Sneak attack. And... Yep. Yeah, it worked great last time. Uh, the Staff of the Woodlands is going to crack off again with another wall of thorns this time i want to just like wrap him in it like back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and just sort of build a semicircle around with many layers as many as i can probably two uh, yeah. with that sort of 60 foot of uh yeah yeah okay. but i think i can choose the shape of it yeah i think so yeah if i remember correctly i don't feel like digging so yes deck save failure good <laughs> Youch. uh we're back into the high numbers with 45 damage. That's a good roll. He's definitely very, very, very scratched and banged, and there's cracks in his glass and cracks in his <laughs> ice. <laughs> Maybe even cracks in the flesh, the frozen flesh. Uh, but he will uh, accuse you of being a communist. <laughs> it blocks line of sight. Oh. Well, so I'm not a communist. You're a communist. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's just... a. Uh, it's an accusation. It's within 60 feet. I didn't do okay. line of sight. Okay. <laughs> Make your save. 20. Oh, pass. Um, and it, it's all or nothing. So yep. um, you are you are not a communist. <laughs> I'm not a communist. Oh, then it's Lair. Yeah. Um, 
All right. I'm going with obnoxiously catchy tune. Okay. It's a small world after all. Uh, room fills with an infuriating, upbeat music. Any creature <laughs> other <Yeah>. than <laughs> make a uh, DC 11 intelligence saving. Yeah, the other two failed, but Ebert succeeded this time. <laughs> okay. He likes the animals, but not something on the song. <laughs> the song. The song is uh, uh, they take seven points of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and must make saving throw at the start of their turn, or taking an, uh, an additional seven points. Uh, Uncle Vault, I think, will switch his hands to his phasers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he is going to make disadvantage attacks. Uh, I think he'll go after uh, probably Eberk. The first one will miss, because mm-hmm. uh, the 15 was the high. Um, oh, that hit. Yep, yeah, mm-hmm. he'll get hit by one. Taking 29 Radiant. That will knock out Ebert once Eberk. again. <laughs> Poor Ebert. Back to me? Yep. Yeah, you watch as, as Demiron Albatram uh, grows in stature. His armor dropping off him, his weapons clinging down to the side as his lizard form hunches over, and he becomes an Allosaurus. <laughs> uh, in the spirit of the thing, he's going to uh, run and pounce at this guy. All right. Uh, make a uh, strength save or be knocked prone. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, is it 10 success? It is not. Uh, one of those will hit. Uh, 15. Chomp. Okay. Very nearly destroyed. Do I have advantage on it because it's prone? Is that how it Yeah, works? you would have for advantage. In that case, I would roll again. Another hit uh, for another eight damage. Okay. Very nearly dead. And another sneak attack to finish him off, hopefully. No, uh, that's 16. 16 will hit. Yes. That is exactly the hit. One liner about Disneyland, I say. (laughs) (laughs) Probably just that exact. (laughs) Nightshade wants to be cool. Yes. That'll do. Yay! Uncle Bolt is destroyed. So, at that point, the uh, dungeon will start falling apart. Stab so, through the brain. No, yeah. I want the dungeon to stay together <laughs> so we can ride it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's great. That was good. Yeah. Uh, apart from the lightning lich, they were all absolutely the right level, I, it seems like. I think, I think they were. Um, I think they're, they're very viable. I think the only thing would be, if you're running especially a gauntlet, um, be kind of sparing with uh, maybe the uh, legendaries, especially the ones where they can deal extra damage. Yes. But I think it, I think this is very viable, mm-hmm. personally. I think I think this could be very fun. It would be very challenging. Yep. Uh, I think even for a party of 10, 10th level, this would be very challenging. Yeah. 12th, I have a feeling you'd need to start adding extra things. Yes. But I think if you were just running the three monsters in the dungeon, that would in and of itself would be. Hmm. I had more ideas for electrically operated things as well. Uh, that were basically locked until you beat the beat the swamp, beat the stomach. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. More doors would be sealed, but I thought that would be yeah less yeah. fun. But it depends on like what the map is like inside. Well, I mean, you I, put any map inside this thing. Right, and it also depends on you know how much how are you running this. It could be one of those things where you want it to take two, three game sessions. Mm. Yeah. Um, the idea being. Essentially, almost game, and even in game time, being almost uh, the same as out of game time. Yeah, and I could see somebody going like, "No, let's add a little more going through." This is going to take in game time 
six to eight hours for two to three sessions. Mm. And I imagine like there would be a place for a short rest that would be a trade-off between how close this thing was to right. whatever city and yeah, right. healing up. Right. Yeah. The, the idea would be that this thing is, you know, a very immediate threat. Yeah. Or even if you were making it a long-term threat, I think it makes for a fun, silly dungeon. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and it has some some character. The least, I would argue, the... I would put more animatronic robots in throughout the rest of the dungeon. Bizarrely cute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you have, like, T-Rexes dressed as miners yeah. or bearded lizards dressed as miners going through and, you know, doing things. I think the dungeon was well designed. Thank you. It was uh, barely I, designed, but it was there. Yeah. Uh, it largely choose your own dungeon. But yeah, I think if we worked more closely on the thing, like at the end there, I think more animatronics would have been spot on. Yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, for next time, uh, if you have questions or design ideas, uh, send them to us at dungeonomicon at gmail.com. Yep. That's, uh, that's the address where we will continue to work through more suggestions, more dungeons, yeah. more monsters. What do you think? Good, I, I, good episode? Yeah. yeah. All right. As we say every time. Good night. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> insert catchphrase? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't do those. No, we should actually come up with something. Maybe. Or maybe like each time the fact that you just suck at it. Yeah. That's a huge deal. Play into the